think we're good to go. All right. Um, this is, uh, wait. Welcome to No Hugging, No Loving. Yeah, you typically start things <laughs> off. I'm like, wait, what am I doing? What is, where am I? Whoa, uh, I just woke up. Uh, this is the show about one thing, watching Seinfeld for the first time. I'm Tim Murphy. And I'm Ted Hollowell. Uh, we got uh, we got some homework to go over yes, from we last week's episode, The Parking Garage. Um, what? I think you did a, an IMDb deep dive of yeah, some of the extras. I was clicking around on the cast list on IMDb, and uh, the security guard, we thought we might have recognized him from somewhere, but uh, not that's not the case. Oh, really? Yeah, uh, I, I didn't really see anything that stuck out to me. I was like, oh, that's where I know him from. The guy who didn't want to help anybody, we thought we recognized him from something. And he's the minister in Boogie Nights, and honestly, I kind of think I remember him from that, but I couldn't find... A picture anywhere. Really? Oh, yeah, yeah, man. I know. Um, I, I know both of us were hoping that the bodybuilders, or at least like the hunky bodybuilder yeah. with the long hair, was somebody. Yeah. And there, nobody. He had like, he <laughs> played a bodybuilder in Baywatch, a bodybuilder in Seinfeld. He was on an episode of Married with Children. He actually had a name, Rodrigo, I think it was. Uh, and then he got out of the acting business and into the sound editing business. He had, yeah, he had an illustrious career in sound editing. He's worked on some great <laughs> stuff. The Buffy the Vampire Slayer show, The Sopranos, Moulin Rouge. Yeah. I mean, those are... So, some good yeah. stuff that uh, definitely the sound editing and sound design yeah. is a big part of those. I hope he kept up with his fitness, honestly. I, yeah, I, you know, I and, hope he's still And he's not health. like some like bald, schlubby, yeah. mid-50-year-old. He didn't like stop and like it just all turned to fat and now he's just oh, sits. Yeah, no. so I, either that or like all the muscle withered away. He's not fat, but he's just like a beanpole now. Yeah, yeah. And he just looks back longingly at photos <laughs> of himself one. like in this Seinfeld episode. Yeah, that one episode of Seinfeld. <laughs> Um, so, uh, but we, one thing we found was the kid who calls George ugly. Yeah. He's maybe the most prolific actor <laughs> in that yeah, whole episode, this, counting the four mains. This kid had a long, illustrious career. Yeah. Well, I shouldn't say had. He's still alive. And he's still working. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this kid has worked. I mean, if you needed like a nerdy kid or a bratty kid from 1990, or I, maybe he even started working before that, until current day. This was your kid. I mean... Yeah, you were telling me he's like Peter Pan in Jake and the Neverland Pirates. Right, right. He's done a lot of voice work, actually. Yeah. He was the voice of Dennis the Menace, if you watched that old Dennis the Menace cartoon, which I certainly remember being I on ne- Saturday mornings. I never yeah, did. Yeah, yeah. No. Uh, so he's done voice work. He's done a lot of uh, in front of the camera acting. And um, uh, he was in Child's Play 2. He plays a kid named Sammy. Uh, I mean, th- this this kid worked and and is still working till to this day. So uh, yeah, he's got got a ton of credit. So it's, as far as that goes, oh, and the other thing I want to mention was the unresponsive man is not Rick Rubin, as I was joking. It's Larry <laughs> Charles, the showrunner for yeah. Seinfeld at the time, the executive producer, the supervising producer. It's Larry Charles. I should have recognized him because he's always had that look—the long hair and the beard. And Does the he just always look like Rick Rubin? Oh yeah, he and Rick Rubin. <laughs> they, I've never even seen him in the same room, so they might even be we might even be in that kind of situation. It's like where, a Batman Bruce Wayne situation. Yeah, yeah. Where Larry Charles by night is Rick Rubin yeah. and he's like producing things. And and Larry Charles kind of has that same Rick Rubin vibe <laughs> where you're like, Rick Rubin, look at him. There's no way he's produced some of the greatest music yeah. of, of any generation. <laughs> There's no way he produced the, those Johnny Cash albums or uh, Eminem and you're like, but I guess, or the Beastie Boys. You know, I'm like, yeah. that guy didn't do that. He is uh, a homeless grifter who somehow has fooled us. Uh, but Larry Charles is the same kind of thing. He always looks very unkempt, but yet he's always hung out with cool people like Sasha Baron Cohen. He yeah. was, uh, I think he was big. Um, I think he might have done the Ali G show on HBO with Sasha Baron Cohen and then helped him with Bruno and Borat and, and stuff like that. The dictator he directed. So, uh, yeah, it, 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 it's just, you know, 
you you prejudge someone based on their looks, or I do, and like when they look like that, I'm like oh yeah, why don't you go get in a VW van and follow <laughs> the Grateful Dead? Okay, leave them leave the music to the real yeah, fans, I, Rick Rubin. How how was, how was last week's Fish concert? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, if Rick Rubin producing Fish, I probably would listen to. If Rick Rubin's <laughs> name is on something, I'm like, well, this is yeah. going to be amazing. Rick Rubin's Neil Diamond albums. Let me just say, really, they're amazing. Oh my, oh God. my gosh, you feel like oh no one's going to get a <laughs> no one's going to get an actual. Like meaningful performance from Neil Diamond. It's all cheese. Yeah. Oh no, those albums are great. Huh. Yeah. All right. Um, did you find anything on like red Chinese prisons or communist China? Well, a- I, as they were kind of alluding to. I googled red Chinese prison, and that is all it refers to. It's just a fancy adjective to put. Okay. In. It's just a fancy qualifier to put in front of Chinese prison. By its nature, I did not look up to see if China was still communist. I'm almost certain they are. Okay. Um, I didn't look to see if. Um, I don't remember what I was going to say about Red Chinese Prison, but uh, the the one connection that I could see is that I think the term might be used in One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Uh, Red Chinese Prisons were like, they were brainwashed. You know, you were, anyone American in there would be like brainwashed to the point where you had to like say awful things about America yeah. and, and stuff like that, as, as far as I know. And they were work camps. You know, essentially, so they they definitely were a little harsher than American prisons. But I think in One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, I think uh, Cuckoo's Nest, McMurphy refers to the institution that they're at in, in, as a red Chinese prison or something like oh, that. Okay. And so it, that that kind of popped up in my just brief search of the phrase. So I may be totally wrong. I've never read the book or seen the movie. Mm, uh, okay. So, yeah. Uh, and the other thing I wanted to look up was who was hosting the Z Morning Zoo oh, oh, in 1991. Oh. It was Gary Bryan and Ross Britton. Ross, I don't know what, what Gary. The, both of those guys are broadcast <laughs> legends. Ross Britton was um, that brought up in the episode somewhere? Um, no, I'm sorry. This was the dog. This was leftover homework from <clears> the dog. Okay. I finally did that homework. <laughs> it's just like three weeks late. Yeah, at three this weeks point. late. Yeah, um, so partial credit. But the, you know, Jerry says, "Oh, who's what is this? A prank call? Um, or was that in the dog?" What episode is that? I don't know. No, that's the library. The library. Oh, okay, Sorry, okay. Not all the way back to the dog. So okay. back before the parking garage. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Is this a radio station? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so Does, the does Z he morning... say, is this the Z100 Morning Zoo? No, but that's always kind of been their bread and butter. You know, yeah. that's been their their niche okay. in, in New York City. You know, yeah, yeah. Um, So it was Gary Bryan and Ross Britton. And uh, Ross Britton does still, I think, publish his own um, radio show really? prep service. Yeah. Huh. But um, I found a New York Times article from um, 1991 uh, July twenty eighth, nineteen ninety one, where they were writing about the pop radio was going through going on a downswing at that point, and they were talking about Gary Bryan and Ross Britton, um, at the morning zoo disc jockeys, Gary Bryan and Ross Britton, bustling around making prank phone calls to executives and rattling off traffic and news updates. So <laughs> prank phone, they were making prank that, phone calls. That was the thing in ninety one. Yeah. then. jeez. They were making prank phone calls in 91, so that that's who I'm imagining yeah. Jerry was thinking of when yeah. he was a Z Morning Zoo listener. That, that, um, that's kind of cool. I mean, especially that Jerry would know like what's going on with current pop culture yeah, yeah. instead of just thinking, oh, is this Bing Crosby yeah, calling yeah, yeah, me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or whoever hosted, oh, Dick Clark's uh, yeah. bloopers and practical jokes. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> at least it, he knew. Is this Paul Harvey? Yeah, yeah. Well, Jerry Seinfeld <laughs> may have been doing radio tours at that point. Like, you gotta that's go true, in yeah. and gotta go be on the show if you <laughs> but, got something going on. But still, on. I mean, yeah. how many times have we seen seen him reference something like from the 50s to the 70s several times an episode. Uh, yeah <laughs> several times per all, episode all the time all, all of literally the time. all the time <laughs> uh so that's all i have for homework this week yeah um i did want to get into a little bit of news um i don't know if you noticed this yeah um but uh for anyone not aware we're watching the entire series on hulu we don't have like the episodes dvr and i don't really want to spend the money on all of the dvd sets yeah, yeah. but hulu is removing episodes 
What? Yeah. No. Yeah. Um, I don't remember um, what episode specifically. Uh, they removed uh, one that we just did. I think they removed the library and they removed what? Uh, season three, season nine, episode one, the butter shave. What? Yeah. This is not good. I don't know if that's like indicative of them taking some episodes away but we'll just have to like keep an eye out because yeah. i mean the titles of the episodes are still like they still say season nine episode this it's right, not like right. they're trying to like fill in a hole and like oh well this is now episode four where right. it was episode five so it'll jump from like episode three to episode five or uh or in the case of like the premiere of season nine it'll just go the episode first episode two. is season nine episode two uh. so the only way I, the only reason I noticed that is because when you click on Seinfeld in Hulu, it defaults to the first episode of the most recent season Which for some make reason. Sense. It makes no sense. <laughs> so it always defaults to season nine, episode one. The and then, save. yeah. And then when we were watching, or when I was watching the episode this week, it defaulted to episode two. And I'm like, wait, did, did someone watch the butter shave? Yeah. And, oh, no. and sure enough, I looked and it's just not there. Oh, no. This comes on the heels of me finding out that. Uh, Netflix is removing Friends at the end of the year. What? Yep. Really? Yeah, yeah. I got to get on Grace to finish that because yeah. she's like really close to finishing yeah. it. Yeah, better get on it. You only I got wonder, a couple weeks. I wonder if they'll be like put on Hulu then. Right, yeah. You got to figure that might be happening. Yeah. Netflix is losing a lot. Of, they I mean, really Disney is are. pulling all of their licenses Disney's to get pulling ready all for the their stuff. thing. All of the networks are pulling yeah. their stuff because the networks are putting everything on Hulu because yeah. they realize, hey, we own this yeah. thing already. Why are we not using yeah. it? Yeah, and I I love Hulu. Right, like I I mean I have both Hulu and Netflix, but mm-hmm. I love Hulu. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I haven't explored Hulu too much, but um, yeah. I'm 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 on I'm all about Netflix. Luckily, I mean I'm not I don't I don't need I'm not going to miss Friends, but yeah, uh, yeah. It, that's it's it's kind of an earthquake. Anyway, you take notice. You're like whoa whoa yeah. Netflix. Yeah. yeah, just like um, I, I mean like especially in the case of Hulu, like you notice one episode gone, and you're like, uh oh, I yeah. hope this. Uh, Hope this doesn't happen to too many more episodes. Yeah. You know? Well, maybe I'll try to get like the butter shave on my DVR or something and, <laughs> and, uh, and then save it until we get to the in six years or whatever. Yeah, it it'll, it'll be a while. Yeah. 2022 Ma- is when we'll, we'll yeah, be there. Yeah. Maybe by the time that we get to the butter shave, I'll actually have a real mustache, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, maybe when we get to the butter shave, I don't want to spoil anything for you, but maybe we should try shaving with butter. Oh, Once we get to the butter shave, <laughs> oh. maybe you have you have several years to worry about. This. Maybe by that point we'll have like a Dollar Shave Club sponsor, and we can <laughs> yeah. and, and we can use like disposable razors. Too. Yeah, yeah. In the meantime, <laughs> don't go to Dollar Shave Club. Do not use promo code NHNL and get your first month free. Yeah, nothing will happen. So don't even go to yeah, the website. Don't don't even try. So why, why would you waste your time? No, thank you to that non-sponsor. <laughs> All right, should we get into the cafe? Uh, yeah, real quick though. Um, give us a uh, five-star rating and review, a written review on Apple Podcasts. If you're one of the first 100 people to do so, we will send you a No Hugging, No Learning sticker. Um, you can send us an email, show at gmail.com, and you can follow us and tweet at us on Twitter at NoHugging. And the quick disclaimer, we are not a research-heavy podcast. I'm watching these episodes for the first time. Tim is watching these episodes for the first time chronologically after being a huge fan for years. Mm -hmm. Uh, If we egregiously miss something, if you'd like us to touch on something, if you want to see something different, please send us an email. I think the disclaimer changes like words every week. (laughs) I should probably just write something down and read that verbatim. You'll get it eventually by 2022. Oh, yeah. I'm I'm, I'm (laughs) sure by 2022 I'll have something down. Yeah. 
And yeah, tweet at us too, at no hugging and follow us there because uh, there's there's always fun stuff going up. Oh yeah, because if you didn't see it, last week's episode, uh, I had in the description a link to a couple of tweets of us trying egg creams from when we were recording the episode. Mm-hmm. And you can see like our reactions. And there's actually some bonus content that did not make it Ooh, into the episode. Deleted scenes. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah, and I think and, and you have to you have to listen to the episode and watch the video because I'm sure I took a little bit out of the audio yeah, the episode. It, it, it's just like a few seconds. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> it, it's it's me literally saying, I don't know, do I want to spoil the bonus content no, here? Don't, okay. No, no, no. All right. Make them buy it. Uh, <laughs> it it's, it's like free. Seeing, it's yeah. like seeing the cover of like the forty year old version unrated edition. And yeah. it's like seventeen minutes of never yeah, before yeah. seen footage. And I'm like I'm looking at that in Blockbuster. I'm like Oh, okay. There's probably a reason yeah, that it yeah. hasn't been seen. I know that when it's they, probably not good footage. When they started putting deleted scenes back in movies and, and touting it as like something amazing. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like, well, they <laughs> like, cut no. this because it doesn't fit in the story. They even mentioned <laughs> like, no, that. like make it a special feature yeah. that I can watch if I want the option yeah, to watch yeah. it. Just don't put it in the movie. The, yeah. the director made the call to get rid of it. New footage. Whoa. Uh, and they, they always said too, like um, they always tried to pretend like it was dirtier footage. That's why it was oh cut my out. God. Like, there was yeah. nudity or something yeah. filthy. Seventeen in it. more minutes of raunchier yeah, footage. Yeah. Like, no, it wasn't. It was a, no. It was a the bit mo- that flopped. That you the put movie, back in the movie is called the forty-year-old <laughs> virgin. It's yeah. not going to be like raunchier yeah. footage. There certainly was. There was nudity in that movie. Oh yeah, you've seen yeah. it, haven't you? Oh, of course. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, yeah. There were some. There were some raunchy things. But they didn't put any back in the movie. No. When they released no. the special I, edition, I don't think yeah. I watched like that. Those seventeen yeah. minutes. But that's um, why, like, they always release it as unrated. You see unrated, you think dirtier, you think nudity. But it was oh, like, yeah. only unrated because they didn't send that cut to the MPAA. They sent the one that, you know, yeah. they didn't get the home video release. Anyway. <laughs> uh, all right. The Cafe is Season 3, Episode 7, uh, and it aired on November 6th, 1991. I was negative one year, one month, and 14 days old. Hmm. And if you are looking at TV Guide the night of November 6th, you're going to see Jerry tries to help the owner of a deserted neighborhood cafe. Okay. All right, we start with a stand-up bit about storefronts that are always changing hands and nothing can stay open there, which yeah. is pretty relatable. I mean, everybody, every city yeah. has those no matter where you are. Yeah, especially here in our mall. Like, it, it feels yeah. like there's like a few stores uh, like in the one corridor by the arcade that just like changes all yeah, the time. Yeah. I'm always very suspect of, and I hate that I'm this way, but of non-chain stores in a mall. I'm like, eh. Really? You think? Yeah, I'm always like, I don't know about you. You don't have, <laughs> they're just not as flashy as the places that have, uh, you know, a chain attached to them, you know. So if, there's guess, like, if someone yeah. opens like Bob's shoe store next to Payless, Payless has the signs, Payless has the, you know, has the flash and the and then yeah, this guy. Yeah, I can see I, that. This guy hung a banner up instead of putting an actual like blocked sign up above yeah. with lights and stuff like that. I'm like, I don't know. Something about it just doesn't make me want to go in there. I'm sorry, you know. Uh, maybe that speaks sorry, to a little Bob's. bit about. Yeah, maybe that speaks to what has a little bit about what this episode has to do with it. Yeah, uh, sure. but I, I know downtown there's a there's a restaurant that can never stay open uh, around here downtown. It's been it's been a few it's been a few places since I've been here. I haven't even been here that G- long. Give me a hint without dropping their name. Um, it was uh, they have a rooftop bar. Oh God, yeah, <laughs> and that now, place. And now it's a daycare. Yeah, it's not even a restaurant now. <laughs> so maybe they'll have maybe the daycare will actually have some luck there because it's been all restaurants and uh, um, one can hope, but maybe they. Can- Kept the rooftop bar so the people working in the daycare can just get away from the kids. Oh, I was thinking like a, a playground. 
Oh, maybe. Yeah, an yeah. outdoor outdoor play area. Maybe, but like, I I'd like to think that a daycare has like a secret bar yeah. hidden. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> with kids having kids in daycare, I could say yeah, that that's hopefully hopefully the case. They can <laughs> they can get a nip, get away and have a nip. Uh, during the day, um, but this stand-up bit was really short. All of the stand-up bits are less than a minute, e- in the- except for the final one. Oh, okay. Like, yeah, I, yeah. I thought the final one went like just a bit too long. Yeah. Um. But yeah, this one was really short, and like he mentioned something about aliens. Oh um, yeah, all the store owners. <laughs> yeah. Maybe they got abducted by aliens, and they're going to land one day and be released <laughs> and go. Oh, I thought there'd be more foot traffic. Yeah, I don't know. Not not only are the stand-up bits short, but and maybe it's because they're short, they don't have time to to grow and flourish i didn't i didn't find them very funny i didn't like i didn't like them yeah uh we get a commercial we come back and jerry and george are standing outside of some restaurant we pan across the street and see that they are looking at um a man standing outside of what appears to be a restaurant Mm -hmm. with the let with the words dream cafe yeah on the window dream cafe babu bot's dream cafe (laughs) we don't we don't learn his name's babu bot until jerry goes in there though. right 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 Uh, but it is is his dream cafe yeah his name's on the window but you can't really like make it out Uh you can really only see dream cafe yeah yeah Yeah. um but jerry's saying he's never seen anybody go in it since it opened and I, i don't get um george is saying something this is like coming back to he's wearing cologne to impress Monica. Yeah, yeah. Who is Monica? Well, his I, girlfriend. Since when? Since the beginning of this episode. <laughs> I'm surprised you're not used to this device yet that like <laughs> it, people just come I, and go I mean, in the Seinfeld I, world. It, at, being used to it is different than still being caught off guard. By yeah, it. yeah. So I mean, I, it's the way they introduce a character. I mean, it's just it's yeah. just you I, know. From this point forward, I should just come to expect. <laughs> Yeah, like like characters are going to be introduced, no and they'll disappear. And, yeah, I mean certainly that happens in other shows that you watch, where like there's a one-off character. There is, yes, um, but sometimes like they'll have like a character build up over yeah. several episodes, and then like their importance will become obviously grander. Yeah, yeah. Um, more grand, I think, more, is the proper term. Yeah, either way, I don't know. But uh, th- I don't think this is the first series that I've seen. Where they just introduce a new character in one episode, and then the next episode they're never heard from again. But it, it's one of the first. It, it, yeah, it's definitely sticking watch, out uh, in my brain. It, it happens a lot in like high school shows. You know, if you ever yeah. watch Boy Meets World or or Saved by the Bell or whatever, there would always be, you know, oh here's a student, and there's a conflict involving the student, and then um, that student is never heard from again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But going back to George, I'm surprised that like the first line is from George talking about how women women say I'm nice. They say they want nice. They don't want nice. I'm nice. Yeah. I'm such a nice guy. Yeah, and he says, since when is nice bad? Yeah, yeah. And, and just we, can you believe we, we live in a society? This is another we live in a society <laughs> speech from George. Um, I mean, this is this is like uh, this is like the incel national anthem. Oh that he's, God, yeah. Yeah, I, I was gonna point out this is a very like 2018 neckbeard oh. thing of George to say. I'm a nice guy. Yeah, women I, don't want nice guys. No. Yeah. I'm a nice guy. Women don't want me. I'm always friend zoned. Oh. I'm friend zoned and Chad gets all the women. Yeah. I mean, this is, <laughs> I, I mean, you could probably post this little tirade that George goes on to an incel message board and it would get oh. a million upvotes and they go, yeah, we know, buddy. Or oh, whatever. Yeah. Lord. I mean, so it's, it's George at his worst. <laughs> it's George at his like women owe me something worse. So I'm surprised you didn't jump on that right away. Oh, God. Um, so, okay, George is saying that he's going to take an IQ test yeah. for Monica because, what, she's going to get her master's in education? Is that what it was? Uh, yeah, it is. It's part of... Master's in something? Yeah, master's in some Part of a research project for okay. a thesis, I guess. Okay. Yeah. Um, but 
Uh, George is saying that he's not going to break 100 because he's not smart. People <laughs> yeah. think he's smart, but he's not. Yeah. Um, but, like, I don't know. Do you know what the average IQ is? I don't. I don't either. Yeah. And, and I, I was going to ask that. I was going to look it up, but I just forgot to. I, and I don't know if there's any actual... Like, average? Or, or any actual hard evidence that, like, there is one... Like, the SATs, I don't know if there's a standardized IQ test. You know, I, I don't even... I don't even know if, yeah, it's, that's if true. it's... I don't know how much science is behind IQ. You know what I mean? I, I yeah, really just don't. Maybe I, I I'm dumb. Mean. Maybe yeah. I have low IQ, and that's maybe, why I think that. Maybe. Um, but I, I am also kind of dumb. <laughs> uh, growing up, I thought people thought I was smart. Uh-huh. That is not the case. Yeah. Um, but that goes back to like George saying that he's been lying about his SAT scores for <laughs> yeah. years. He's been saying that he got a 1409. I don't know what you got on your SATs. Or you took the SATs, yeah, sure, sure. right? Yeah. First time I took the SATs, I got a 1050. Nice. I, I think that's... I barely broke 1,000. Yeah. Uh, like, everyone else I knew got at least, like, a twelve or 1,300. I and got... The first time I... You can go, did you take it again? I, I did okay. take it again, thinking, like, okay, yeah, first one was a fluke. Took it again. I got a 1080. I got, like, the same thing, yeah. just, like, 30 points higher. So, so I'm like, great. I'm stupid. <laughs> well, what is the, what's the average essay? Well, did you have to take... They probably changed it by the time you were taking it, because mine was all about analogies, and it was there was no written portion. Um, and I did have a writing portion. Yeah, I didn't but, have to do that. But um, I remember, I don't think it had as much weight as the math and the English. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. See, the, ours were just two sections, math and English, each worth... 800? Is that what it was? Yeah, and then the, yeah. the, the top score was 1,600. Yeah. So I think I think math and English were 800, and I think writing was 400. Oh, wow. Um, uh, so I figured, like, okay, yeah, I won't be good at writing, so I'll, I'll get an easy 1,600 here. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know why I thought that. You thought you were going to get a perfect score? <laughs> I didn't on... think I was going to get a perfect score, but I didn't think I was going to get, like, barely above 1,000. I, um, I got 1,150 my first time. Okay. And then my second time, my math went down, but my English went up even more. And uh-huh. so you know how you were able to take the best score out of all the times you've taken yeah. it? Is that still the case? I with, think so. Yeah. So like, I was able to take my best math score from the first time and my even better English score. Okay. And so I think you, so I ended you got up like with a combined score of what? Eleven ninety eventually. That's so, not bad at all. Right. Yeah. I. I, I think. That, yeah. I did okay. I got yeah. me into one school. <laughs> so that, that's it, nice. How many schools were you uh, accepted to? I, I only. I only applied to two, and I only got into one. I really? got waitlisted See, at the other. I, I only applied to two, and I got into both. Oh, nice. What yeah. was the other one? Uh, IUP mm. in Indiana, Pennsylvania. Yeah. But like, if you apply, you get in. <laughs> Uh, that, See, that's, these days, that's basically I, the case with where I ended up going too. You apply, you get in. If um, if I got I got waitlisted. If there's anyone in Virginia listening, they'll get. The, if I got waitlisted at James Madison University, which is kind of where I wanted to go because they had a great broadcast degree, but I'm glad I ended up getting in and going to George Mason University because it was basically right outside of DC. They had a great student radio station. Yeah, yeah. It was in a big, essentially right next to a big city, so I could always see concerts. And if I was in Harrisonburg, it's farms, so there was nothing to do there. <laughs> um, and and so I'm I'm glad I got in where I was. But these days, I look at George Mason, and I think I could not get in today to that yeah. school it's just gotten better and better i'm like oh boy no way no way i'm i'm, I'm not going um so I'm, I'm lucky i got in when i did but uh yeah so but george says he, he lies and says he got 1409 on his sats which would be an amazing yeah score. it would be really good yeah. uh but and so jerry asked him what he actually got and george says he takes it to his grave yeah. i tell you everything this i take to my grave uh we get the next scene we're in jerry's apartment and he's spying on the dream cafe from his apartment window yeah. i didn't know that you could see the dream cafe from his apartment because 
they, they never establish what they're standing in front yeah, of yeah. in that first scene. So Jerry must have this restaurant down in his ground floor of his apartment building. I guess. Seems yeah. like it. Yeah. Um, or at least maybe it's a little bit because he's looking out and to the left. Yeah, it's so like he's the, looking it's down like the next building the over. So or yeah, it could be the next building over. Yeah, yeah. Um, but they might have just been waiting outside his building for somebody earlier. Yeah, you know, maybe like a scene. lane or something. Yeah, didn't she? Did someone come along and meet, or is that later? That's later. They stand there again. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Um, I don't know if you noticed this. Whenever Jerry's st- uh, like leaning out the window with yep. his binoculars, I there's a notice. Yankees hat. I did notice. Yeah, Yankees. Again, hat. we're back to the Yankees <laughs> hat. Not even just a Yankees hat. A Yankees hat. On a basketball net. Yeah. For, for some reason. <laughs> yeah. Yankees, his favorite basketball oh team. Yeah. He's back on the. I wonder if there's some indication like when the Mets hat's there, it means this. When the Yankees hat's there, it means this. Like when the Mets hat's there, the, the show was written by this guy or the, this guy was running the camera. Oh my God. That'd be incredible. Like, can someone, like the cameraman, like the cameramen have yeah. different baseball teams. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my and God. And so when one guy was doing the camera or when one guy was doing the lights, he put the. Yankees hat there when the other guy was there that day it was I don't know yeah. I don't know if there's a correlation that, that, that's more of like uh, an Easter egg saga than and we've touched on this before <laughs> but there are no Superman so far in this series yeah, yeah they've they've mentioned Superman yeah a but there times, have not been yeah. like any Superman figures or anything so right, far right. actually I'm, there's been one I think yeah and it's been like on Jerry's shelf but it was on one episode <laughs> so far and we're halfway through season three yeah yeah so that, there's not one in every episode but certainly when it's there it's on purpose. <laughs> You know, some people try to say, like, no, it didn't mean anything, but it's not in every episode, but when it's there, it's on purpose. Yeah, that's, for that's, sure. That's my, that's my contention. Uh, he's saying that the Dream Cafe is serving a, lo- like a, a large variety of food. Like, I think he says Mexican, Italian, Chinese, yeah. uh, just everything, trying to get anybody in the door, but the guy's just standing there outside uh-huh. every day, yep. all day. Trying to get people to come in. Hasn't seen anybody go in. I did like his, uh, his first of all, his blue turtleneck is ugly it's disgusting yeah it's just the <laughs> ugliest shirt we've seen him wear and we've seen him make some poor fashion choices already uh but i did like his little bazooka joe bit where he puts yeah what was that bazooka joe well you know the gum right i think so bazooka joe gum so it's like bubble gum that is like five cents a, a piece like at some gas stations you know you can just pick it out of the jar and, and it always came with a comic and the the character bazooka joe always wore his turtleneck up that far oh my for some God. reason so okay. it is a, it's an old reference but also i like that it annoys elaine like stop stop doing that don't do that with your you know it's just <laughs> it's something totally innocuous that annoys her for no reason yeah and wants him to stop doing it and i like it says bazooka, bazooka joe i don't know i just like that i thought it was uh, that was a little funny exchange between them something like friends was that would actually do you know yeah. uh you heard the quote you know i could shoot him from here and i'd be doing both of us a favor <laughs> <Yeah>. jesus <laughs> <laughs> so george comes in oh well um the the buzzer goes off. Is this where J- Jerry tells Elaine to yeah to get the buzzer? Yeah, it all happens right here. Yeah, I don't remember yeah. the order it happens in, but yeah, the buzzer goes off and George is just looking at a or Jerry's Jer- looking yeah. at Elaine. Is like the buzzer. He's like, it's your house. Yeah, and my house. So he has, he buzzes it, your, George. Your up. name has to be on the lease to yeah, get the door. To get the door. <laughs> uh, and there's and George is wearing cologne again. Um, and, uh, and, he wa- and now he wants to know why must I be the focal point? Why must I? Can't you just let me live? <laughs> Which I thought was hilarious because it'll it'll come back. But he's always wondering why everyone has to be in his business. Yeah. Uh, what was Elaine saying? Cassus belly is. It was just like some Latin just some phrase. Latin phrase. She said she... what it was. At Cassus first. belly. Cassus belly. Yeah. And I... then she never mentioned it again. I don't think she ever defines it. She just says it's oh, a Latin. It's phrase. Just... I just wanted to say it out loud. Oh, okay. I thought I'd she never defined it, it at first. I, I, I never. Uh, oh, okay. Belly, I think has. To do with war i don't remember what cassis cassie is 
Um, maybe I can look it up really quick. But we learned that Elaine's IQ is 145 because yeah. George is, he has the IQ test under his arm, and Elaine's wondering like what he's doing with it. And um, uh, George just kind of mentions, oh, you should take it for me. And Elaine's down for it somehow. Yeah, I guess. yeah. Well, they, it, uh, Seinfeld, I think, brings Jerry brings up the fact, like, remember when you snuck the test out the window? Oh, that's and, right. Uh, that's right. High, another high yeah. school story and from jo- them. And George says, "Oh, well, Monica lives on the first floor. It'd be incredibly easy it. to do." Yeah, yeah. yeah. And Elaine's just like, "Okay, sure." Yeah. Why not? She asks Jerry, and he's like, "I love a good caper." I mean, this does sound like <laughs> harmless fun. Like, it doesn't hurt anybody's feelings and if you get caught you're not going to get suspended you're yeah, not going to exactly. get expelled because they're not students yeah yeah all so that's going to happen is monica's never going to talk to you again so the stakes are so low for something that's really fun i, I totally <laughs> yeah, agree yeah. with this if i could be involved in something like this I, I would casas belly by the way is uh, a latin phrase that has entered the english lexicon um an act or situation provoking or justifying war literally the cause oh, okay. for the war the reason for the war oh, okay. casas belly casas so, belly is so, the reason for the war yeah so she okay. read it some and uh, so there you go. A case, a case of war used to justify hmm, war. Interesting. So I wanted to mention something else about George here. Um, that the, the the why must I be the focal point? And then the Jerry turns it around on him. Um, but I forget it in what way. He's like, why do you have to be the focal point? Can't, <laughs> can't we just? Can't you just live? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And that's it's just the great paradox of of, of self centeredness of every all of the characters here. Is like if you think everybody is talking about you, is that paranoid or is it conceited? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. If everyone's talking about you, is it? You know, you can't. You can't have a both. It's just the paradox <laughs> of self centeredness I, I, that I like in this. Uh, so yeah, they decide to, to cheat on the on the IQ test, uh, and then they do a missed high five. Yeah, George reason. goes to high fiver and smacks yeah. Elaine right in the face. <laughs> Why? I don't know, but Why? I, I want to make that the cover art for this mm. episode. <laughs> just, excellent. Just excellent. Elaine's face as she has a hand in yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. That, that makes a lot of sense. So now we're in the dream cafe. Yeah, Jerry's going over, and I, I really like the shot of it's just close up on Babu Bot's face, and he just sees, like... Uh, like someone, we don't know it's Jerry until he's inside the restaurant. He sees someone outside walking up, and he's just, oh, 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 oh my god, someone's coming in. Yeah, but when did he go inside? Because every time we've seen him so far, he's been outside trying to get people in. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe he just went in for a little break. Maybe maybe they are not open yet. I don't know. Yeah, and this actor uh, who's playing Babu Bot. Uh, he's in uh, a show right now on NBC. What is it? Uh, it's I Feel Bad. Oh, wow. He plays the dad. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. and awesome. I, I didn't know his name, but I, I waited until the end credits. Yeah. His name's Brian George. I know. Don't you love that? Like, yeah. The guy who plays Babu Bot, I'm guessing he has a very kind of similar name in, in I Feel Bad. Like a, a, a... Yeah, he plays the Indi- uh, Indian dad. I think they're... Uh, yeah, yeah, I think they're Indian. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he plays the dad of like the main protagonist. And I'm guessing he has a, a traditional Indian name. You know, like when you think Indian name, you think something like that. Like Pakistani, you think Babu Bad or whatever. Yeah. What I'm saying is you look at the guy in Brian George. Doesn't come it, to yeah, mind. Yeah, doesn't come to mind. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, like Ted and I both look like Brian Georges. <laughs> like I'm Brian. People would believe if I said my name is Brian George. Uh, yeah. I, I, I think I definitely look like a Theo. Theo. I mean, so? my full name is Theodore. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like I definitely could pull off. Like, you could oh, pass yeah. for Brian George. You think though? I could pass for Brian yeah, George? I think so. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't You're know if it's a good thing or bad thing. Enough. 
Um, but Babu Bot asks him, like, oh, how did you hear about us? I'm not going to do the accent. <laughs> um, in, in case you were wondering if I'm going to do the accent, I'm not doing I the accent. I wonder if Brian George has an accent or if he's putting one on at this point. I don't know. Ha- he, and- he's had an accent in everything I've yeah, seen him yeah, in. Yeah, exactly. Because actually, yeah, I wanted to mention, in addition to I Feel Bad, he was in that awful Dane Cook movie where they work at, like, a Walmart oh, Super of Center knockoff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Employee of the month. Em- yeah, employee of the month with Jessica Alba. Oh yeah. What yeah. happened to Jessica Alba? I don't know because I always get her mixed up with Jessica Biel. Okay, true. I, I, um, can't, I can't keep them straight. So. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, he was in that movie too. This, this guy's worked. I mean, Brian George yeah. Is, is, is. Yeah, he's been is around a prolific for sure. Character actor as well. Yeah. Uh, but uh, Jerry says people are people are people talking. Are talking. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Babu Bot immediately grabs, here's a steaming hot towel for your pleasure. <laughs> just whips it at Jerry's face. And it's like, it's boiling it's, hot. It's, hot. it's not even just steamy like you'd get a nice thing at like the, <laughs> the, uh, the, the barber or on a nice airplane if you're sitting first class or whatever. Yeah, it's, it's, it's boiling yeah, hot. You it, can't touch it's it. It's not like a dry steam yeah, like yeah. that would be relaxing. It hasn't it's like, cooled off it, at It's all. like wet and hot. It's fresh. Yeah, very fresh. And so, uh, and then he, he says their specials are tacos, moussaka, and Franks and Beans. Yes. <laughs> so again, the menu's all over the place. And Jerry asks him for a suggestion. And then he goes with the turkey. <laughs> not, <laughs> so not one again, of the specials. Yeah, not one of the specials, um, but just something totally off the wall. Yeah. And uh, Babu Bot, uh, he, go, he goes back to the kitchen, grab, starts uh, working on the turkey. Because I, I don't know if he has a chef or if he's the only right, employee. Right. Yeah. We don't see anybody else. Uh, but Jerry starts jerking his own ego uh, in his mind. He's like, I'm a very kind <laughs> man. Nobody thinks of people the way I do. Yeah, yeah. Which is the only reason he's doing this. He's not doing oh, this God, to yeah. help anybody out. Yeah. He's doing it Which to stroke I, his ego. I like thought it was so weird and out of place until, like, he comes back to it like more times through the episode yeah. and now looking back I'm like oh my god okay. but we've seen the side of Jerry too where he he loves helping people when it makes him feel good about himself oh, yeah. I'm thinking of um, I think it was the apartment when he's like doing somebody a favor and he's like he just he just wants the praise for it you know so yeah, yeah. he wants you know he wants to be the sole reason <laughs> the dream cafe takes off uh, just just to make him feel good about himself. Yeah, which we've seen Jerry is a successful comedian at this point. If he wanted to, he could be the voice that <laughs> drives people into the dream cafe. Yeah, or he could be a silent investor. That's who true. Who keeps them open until it catches fire, you know? <laughs> uh, we get, we uh, transfer to Monica's apartment. Uh, Elaine is pacing outside of the first floor window and... Um, Monica- By the way, Monica is another person in her mid-30s that is already decorating like a 60-year-old we, we haven't seen anybody who has good modern design. Yeah, true. I'd say Seinfeld has the <laughs> coolest apartment at this point. Which is so weird. If there was yeah. a woman Elaine's age now, she would get everything out of like Pottery Barn and cool thrift stores and it would look modern and sleek. And yeah. Like, but, I, like this I see definitely looked like your grandma that you were going to visit on Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah. Like everybody has doilies everywhere. And I'm like, yeah. who are these women in their mid-30s that thought this was good interior design? I know I that know. I know that there were cool looking apartments back in the day. Like what's the what's the <laughs> Especially deal? in New York City. Yeah. yeah. And Monica looks like lives in a nice place. I mean, yeah. uh, and so. Um, well, we only see the one bedroom. Yeah, yeah. I, I, so I'm guessing it's nice, but this bedroom is tiny. Yeah, that's true. That's true. True, so, but it, maybe it's an ex, it's, it even could be an extra room. That's true. I don't know. I, we don't know. Yeah. Um, but Monica is telling George, like, hey, don't. 
put too much stock in this. Yeah. It's not worth it. it, it it's not it that big of a deal. No one, yeah. yeah. And George comes back and he says, this is the most accurate <laughs> tool to measure someone's intelligence. It's a big deal. Yeah, yeah. Knowing that he's going to do great on it because he's getting yeah, Elaine yeah. to do it. Uh, yeah, so that's hilarious. So they make the handoff uh, from the first floor window. Finally, Elaine's out there for a while and George yeah. finally gives her the test. Yeah, we're back in the dream cafe yeah. and Babu Bot is filling up Jerry's water glass after every sip. One sip like Jer- yeah. Jerry takes a sip, puts it back down on the table, and he fills it back up. Yeah, he's yeah. just standing there like a like a just grinning like he's a thirteen year old, like meeting like their like favorite like artist or something. <laughs> yeah, very like, attentive. E- e- but Elaine comes in with the test. Babu Bot uh, greets her and he's like, Welcome to the Dream Cafe. And Elaine's just oh, just tea and toast, please. Tea and, toast. and he's just, Oh, tea and toast. Oh, uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. And Jerry's like, order something, order yeah. something. Elaine takes like a five second look at the menu. I'll have the rigatoni. Yeah. Yet another <laughs> crazy <laughs> ethnic food that doesn't fit in with anything else. Exactly. <laughs> um, Kramer then comes in uh, to the most tepid reaction that he's ever had entering a room. Did Still, you notice that? Yeah, there was a smattering of applause, which I think uh, is. Well, because this is the first time we see him in the episode. Yeah. But he comes in, he enters the restaurant, and you hear. But I still think that's more than anybody should get, Uh, you know, because if he I understand when he barges through the door, that's his thing. But if this is the this is the first time we've seen him and he he shouldn't get any applause. That's what I'm trying to say. He should just enter a room. A new character enters. If if this was the first time we saw Elaine or George in the episode, nobody would have applauded. No, Yay! but it's been a thing so far. Yeah, that the first time Kramer comes in, he makes his Kramer entrance, yeah. which he hasn't even like hit his stride with yet. No, has no, he? He, I don't okay. think he's done the barge and slide to. He's done the, it like once or twice. Yeah, but not yeah. to even the the best degree that I think we're gonna get. Like we're gonna get a uh, we're gonna get a consistent barge and slide. But this is him. He didn't even barge into the... He just walks into yeah, the he restaurant. Just, he just walks in. Hey. He didn't do anything to get the applause. That's what I'm saying. Except B. Kramer. <laughs> that's the only thing he did to get applause. And I don't agree with it at this point. Yeah, it, it didn't It yeah. didn't fit really well. But, but Kramer weird. fever is growing across America. Oh you, God, can yeah. you can yeah. tell. You can tell. Kramer doesn't want to give back a jacket. Yeah. Uh, that he says... Um, it, it was... One of the guys that his mom was dating left like at Like two years ago, house. right? Yeah. yeah. And he had no communication with his mom up to this point, but now he just wants the jacket back. I don't know how the guy like found out that he was missing this jacket yeah. or that it was with Kramer's mom, right? But uh, he did. Uh, Kramer then spills. Uh, I'm guessing chips, like tortilla chips or something. Yeah, yeah, it looks like chips and salsa, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but he spills it all over like Elaine's test. It's nothing. She just like brushes it yeah, off yeah. and moves tables. Uh, but at that point, I, I knew what was coming yeah. later in the episode. Well, Kramer keeps disrupting her. Yeah. And, and Jerry, he and Jerry are fighting about what? Oh, uh, statue of limitations or <laughs> statute of limitations. Yeah, uh, Kramer thinks it's a physical statue yeah, yeah. of limitations. <laughs> yeah. it, it is a monument of limitations. Monument of limitations. Um, uh, but Kramer grabs, uh, or Babu Bot comes back into the restaurant area. He sees Kramer now. Yeah. And he's like so giddy now. He's got three people in his restaurant after having no one for so long. And he just whips a steaming hot towel at Kramer. He's like, a steaming hot towel for your face. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's and Kramer does the best pratfall after grabbing it. Yeah, he falls back falls backward over, into yeah. the table. I mean, just hilarious. Just hilarious. Uh, just very hilarious. Uh, now we jump back to Monica's. Uh, George is sitting on the bed reading The New Yorker. Monica knocks on the door. And oh, it says the door is locked. He's like, oh, the door is locked. <laughs> 
Like, George, I need to come get something. He's like, so, M- Monica, I'm, I'm, I'm really, really focused, focused on this. <laughs> yeah. So he won't let her in. Uh, and then back at the cafe. Yeah. Uh, we're, we're going back and forth quite yeah. a bit here. Um, but yeah, back at the cafe, Babu Bot spills Elaine's plate all over the test. Yeah. Uh, because, oh no, yeah, he was... He was singing. He was humming very loudly. Yeah, yeah. And in like, Pakistani, I'm yeah, guessing. And, yeah. And she's like, "Babu, do you mind?" And she, she's trying to be polite about it. Mm. She's like, "Please, could could you just not do that right now?" And Babu Bot thinks like, "Oh, I need to grab her plate. That's what she's talking about." And he grabs it with such enthusiasm that he spills all of like the leftover rigatoni yeah. all over. Yeah. And, and but it doesn't. She's running late anyway. So yeah. So she just bolts out the door. <laughs> um. And Babu Bot, he just looks so dejected. Yeah. He's like, "Well, I messed that up. Um, this is uh, this is a failure. I yeah. never should have opened this restaurant." Uh, All without saying a word. Just imagine in 2018 the review that Elaine might have left on Yelp. Oh my god! You know, <laughs> that's how Jerry could have helped. Actually, write a good Yelp review without even going. Yeah, true. You know, I mean, he could have. Yeah, he could have could have helped out in that way. If we're gonna <laughs> if we're gonna do some Seinfeld present day. So, but uh, but Jerry says, you know, Jerry trying to. Trying to cheer him up, I guess, but also give him some advice, tells him to serve Pakistani food. Yeah, because, well, yeah, he asks him if he's Pakistani, and yeah. Babu's like, yeah, Pakistani. yeah, Pakistani, yeah. yeah. And, um, yeah, he's like, well, why are you serving all these things that people can get everywhere else? If you serve Pakistani food, you would be the only person in the neighborhood with a Pakistani restaurant. Yeah. Which is a good idea. It's the advice that Gordon Ramsay always gives on his shows like Hell's Kitchen, or not Hell's Kitchen, um, the one, Kitchen Nightmares. Yeah. Where he goes to restaurants and says, here's why it's not working. Look at you guys. You're, he would literally say, you're Pakistani. Let's have a, let's do a Pakistani restaurant or whatever. You yeah, know, like, it's really good advice. Yeah, yeah. It's no, there's no reason that advice should have been bad yeah, advice. I, I totally agree. I totally agree. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, Babu is calling Jerry a great man yes, again. You're a very uh, great man. Yeah, because I did the accent. He, <laughs> uh, yeah, but that's he, a th- it's a thing that's gonna come back on the show. Yeah, I guess. Well, no, I mean, I'm telling you, not for a long time. Okay. but it's a thing that's gonna come back. Okay. Unfortunately. Uh, but Babu goes back into the kitchen, and Jerry's back into his inner monologue, and he's like, "I am a great guy. <laughs> I am special. My mother was right." <laughs> Which, which is the best part of like en- My, any of his inner monologues. Yeah. My mother was right. <laughs> uh, now back at Monica's, uh, George has to turn in the test. You know, Lane gives it back to him, and Monica needs it. Time is up, and so he gives it back to her as if nothing's wrong, yeah. as if she won't notice anything. Like what happened? Like. Oh, I uh, spilled some food on it. Yeah, where'd you get food? <laughs> oh, my pocket. <laughs> Just matter of fact on everything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like you got food out of your pocket. Yeah, yeah. And coffee as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. Where'd you get coffee? The convenience store. Where <laughs> where'd I, I get where, coffee? The, the convenience store. Yeah. That's what's where, great where? about this lie is that he's treating her like she's an idiot for asking these yeah. questions. <laughs> What do you well, mean? Where did I get the food in my my pocket? I, yeah. I, oh, I I went to the convenience store. Well, you you, from the you, store. you left. Yeah, I went out the window. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and I do love how she's giving him the benefit of the doubt yeah. in this part because she's just like, "You are a fascinating yeah, man, yeah. George Costanza." She's like, "Why why not the door?" He's like, "The door. I the, got the a window's like right a window here, right here." <laughs> yeah, and and it worked out totally in his favor. Like fascinating. What? Yeah. A, maybe he is a genius, uh, an eccentric genius. You know? Oh my god. <laughs> uh, we're back in Jerry's apartment. Uh, that guy is looking for Kramer. Yeah, he's I, I spying. Think, yeah, just uh, Kramer. Is it, this isn't the part that Kramer bursts in, is it? No. No, this is where they're spying on the cafe again. Oh, that's right. And it says uh, the Dream Cafe is closed for renovations. Right, right. Um, but yeah, 
Um, the guy is looking for Kramer. Kramer does come in with the with, and talking about the jacket again, though. Yeah, and George or Jerry sees George down on the street. Yeah. He's hey, like, Jackie "Hey, boy! Hey, I, what'd you get on the test?" And George <laughs> just yells up, "85!" <laughs> yeah, and he makes him repeat it. <laughs> yeah. what, what was that? Eighty-five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and so when he comes in, uh, and I, I love his. Um, oh, and Elaine couldn't believe. Elaine can't believe it. She hears the eighty-five. And she's like. 85. Uh, how? Yeah. I, th- there's so many distractions. I, I and, mean. And Jerry brings up gender bias in tests, which must have been a big discussion in, 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 even back yeah, in 1991. Yeah. He it's says still, maybe the test was yeah. gender bias. A lot of questions about hunting and testicles. Hunting and testicles, yeah. But gender bias <laughs> test was, I mean, I think that's still was talked about. Was that a big thing? I think that's still talked about today. Or really? maybe we've already solved okay. it. Have you? Are you not familiar with that? No. Well, well, then maybe we've solved it back in the 90s because back in the 90s it was a big thing. Like these are, you know, just like everything, it's it, it leaned towards men. They were written by men for men. Huh. I, ne- I never even thought about that. Yeah, so yeah. gender bias standardized tests were kind of a, a big big news, I'm guessing, back in the 90s because I remember them talking about it when I was taking these kind of tests. And so, uh, yeah, they might have, they, maybe they fixed that at this point. But so th- it was kind of like a topical headline joke for, for Jerry at the time. <laughs> um, but of course, no, the, the, the questions weren't about hunting and testicles. No. That's just his joke about yeah, gender yeah, bias. Yeah. Uh, uh, but, but George comes in and he's looking at Elaine. <laughs> he even just stares right through her soul yeah. immediately at, when Hello, he comes in. professor. Yeah. <laughs> I love that line. Uh, but he says, uh, you should have seen the look that Monica gave me. It was the same look my father gave me when I told him I wanted to be a ventriloquist. <laughs> which is incredible. Incredible line. Um, but... Uh, they they work out that Elaine is going to take the test again. Elaine wants to retake it more than anything. Yeah, George yeah, but, doesn't want to because no. you could do worse. <laughs> yeah, what if it comes yeah. back and it's worse? Yeah, she's like, what do I have to lose? And he's like, you could do worse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, but they they end up the, uh, getting the the retake. They're they're going to retake. Yeah, she's going to take it in Jerry's apartment where there are no distractions yeah. and she can do as well as possible. Yeah. But we go back to the Dream Cafe, right? Yeah. And Babu is. Pissed. Oh yeah! When he sees Jerry, he's he's upset, and Jerry's yeah. oblivious. But he was out of town during the grand reopening. Yeah, he's like, "Sorry, I was out of town for the last yeah. week. I missed the grand reopening." But I, I'm guessing there's been no customers in that <laughs> yeah, in that yeah, week, yeah, right? Yeah. And so Babu is just glaring at him, and and Jerry's oblivious, thinks he's done something great. Yeah, and Babu says, "I borrowed more money. I changed everything." He, he goes back into the kitchen. You tell your chef. Yeah, get, yeah. <laughs> I, I I want everything. Yeah, I want, I want give me the of, works. Yeah, yeah, give me the works. And Babu like just pulls the chair out. He's like, here. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but like he's and not. Slams it yeah, down. he's not yeah. nearly as hospitable as no, he was. No. Uh, but I think that's just because it's Jerry yeah, at this point. It's him. It's the man who gave him this horrible advice. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Jerry like backs up to the wall, and he's like in another like inner monologue, and he's like, "I am great." As he's like right next to like some bust of a philosopher, yeah, which was I didn't it, notice, w- that. which was really good. That's funny. Um, where, where does he does he mention like it's uh it's it's Pakistani food? Where does he mention like it's got to be it's got to be good, right? Does does he ever mention that like kind of like maybe not saying how bad could it be, but you know. He, he never mentions, like, what the food is he never or mentions, if he likes yeah. it, but or, there's or like, no, like, gag scene where he doesn't like the food. Right, right. So I'm guessing it, it, it's good food, yeah. but not good enough to, like, make a point of it. I thought there was a scene where he, like, had he obviously he'd never had it, but he's like, it's Pakistan, it's, they eat it. It must be good if someone eats it somewhere, you yeah. know, so it must be a good. So I don't know if it's the ethnicity of the food that caused it to fail or, or not. I, I really don't know. I thought that was alluded to. Yeah, I don't know. It, um, it's, it's weird. Um, we get a smash cut 
to Elaine taking the test at Jerry's. Right. We, we just see her like uh, looking at the test and George. she's smiling. Yeah. So she, she knows she's doing well. We get a smash cut to George pacing at Monica's. Yeah. Just wondering like how, what's taking Elaine so yeah. long. And then and, end of act two. Yeah. We get a stand up scene yeah. in the middle of the episode, weirdly enough. Yeah. Um, but Jerry, he's saying like, how to fill in like a circle on a test? Yeah, were you using scantrons in in college and high school and stuff like that? Yeah, yeah, okay, they were still around. I'm, I'm guessing yeah. they still are, right? Oh I, yeah, I, yeah. So yeah, that's a big thing. You, yeah, even still. Yeah, um, but yeah, if you, I guess the joke was, I don't know. This one didn't. It, it, first of all, it was really short, and second of all, I didn't really get it. Like they have the example at the top on how to fill in the circle. You know, there's always the one that's like. Not scribbled in enough. There's the one that made the the X in it. Like you're not supposed to just make an X. You're supposed to fill the whole thing in. Yeah, don't and, scribble in it. Yeah, don't yeah. scribble. Uh, you know the or or don't just make an X or a check. You have to fill in the whole dot to make it work. And um, I guess if you can't do that, you automatically fail the test. I don't know that. Again, none of the none of the stand up bits really worked on me. And this one was so quick. I was like. What is he? Yeah, what's he even, like no, just give us your what, test. What, what you're was, not, you're not gonna do. You're not yeah, gonna what, do well or something. What was the point of this? Why couldn't we just like uh, go from Jerry in the Dream Cafe, yeah. smash cut to George pacing, and then to Jerry's apartment where Elaine is finishing the test? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe there wasn't enough time passage. Maybe there was a commercial break, and to get us back into it, that was the stand-up bit, or or the stand-up in the commercial back. Uh, you know, in the original broadcast, I maybe mean, this there, might have been an ad. break. Maybe there wasn't like an ad break in the Hulu version. Right, so. right. But there's, there's, you know, we had like twelve ad breaks when the the show originally aired. True. You know? So uh, yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of ad breaks that don't get filled in now that we're just streaming it. So uh, I, that's my guess is it was just an ad. break. It's the end of Act Two. You know, I mean, it really yeah. is. Like it's the end yeah, of the act true. in the script. So. Uh, there's there it, it it's a little place marker for that I think yeah. but we are back in the apartment with Elaine yeah Elaine is finishing up the test and as soon as she finishes it Kramer barges in the door yep. locks it and we hear uh, the guy we never learn his name nope we, we learn the guy that has been hunting down Kramer to try and get this yeah. jacket knows where Kramer is at <laughs> yeah, he knows, knows he's he in Jerry's apartment yeah and Kramer is like oh well, y- you can't go out there you can't leave now <laughs> to Elaine and. Uh, that's causing Elaine to obviously not return the test to mm-hmm, George, mm-hmm. which we see back at Monica's. Monica's like, okay, George, time's up. She comes in, and George doesn't have the test. Yeah, What? She's like, okay, what happened? And George <laughs> just says, okay, well, you see, I went out the window again to get a cup of coffee, <laughs> and it just fades out. Yeah, yeah, he starts a lie. He's, he's, tr- he's trying to explain lie. himself. Yeah. yeah. Back at uh, the Dream Cafe, Jerry is eating a Pakistani dish. He says the shrimp is a little stringy, and (laughs) I never do this, but the shrimp's a little stringy, so he's going to send it back. Yeah, and what does he ask for? He's like, do you just have, like... Chicken, something with chicken. Yeah, do you have, like, something chicken? (laughs) He asked him to revamp everything and become a Pakistani restaurant, and he's just going to ask for chicken now. Which I'm guessing there has to be a Pakistani dish involving chicken, but... I guess, yeah. But the fact um, that he, I guess he's going to want it for free, you know, because he's sending back the stringy shrimp. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. And Babu just explodes on him. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he goes off because no one has come in since he changed the restaurant. Yeah. Jerry's the first person. Um, I, I don't remember, like, everything he said, but, like, he just unloads on yeah. Jerry. Yeah. And, uh, and, he, and now he calls him a... I won't do the accent for you, Ted, so I won't offend your your sensitivities. You're a very, very bad man. But see, the thing is, like, this is this is a this isn't a. It's a 
a Seinfeld catchphrase that didn't necessarily enter the lexicon, but it's one of them. Very, you're a very, very bad man. Oh my that, god! I know, but that's like that's <laughs> how you have to say it because it's not funny if you say you're a very, very bad man. Okay, just okay. like saying no soup for you. That's an accent, Ted. <laughs> even though it's like I don't know where that guy's come from, but I mean the, the accents are part of the the catchphrases in in the Seinfeld universe. So. It's going to come up like that, that you're a very bad man is going to come up again. It's not funny if you say you're a very, very bad man. All Remember right. your favorite Seinfeld quote? You're a very, very bad All man. All right, I'll give you the credit. <laughs> Damn. Um, but just just give me a pass on it. You don't have to do it. But that's the, I'm telling you the reason I did All it. right, okay. Uh, we're back in Monica's. Elaine is outside the window just like kind of tap, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah, tapping it. She can't see anybody in the, the room because yeah. you know, yeah. no, she can't see anybody Ma- in the room. Monica's sitting on the bed and she's yeah. just saying, oh, are you looking for George? He left. Yeah. Uh, but Elaine hands the test in, and Monica just says, Elaine, I hope you do better this time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And Elaine tries to start talking, but Monica just, just slams immediately the window on closes her. Yeah. the window, yeah. Uh, we go back to outside the Dream Cafe, and there's, like, people unloading, like, all the... Uh, tables from inside, like into a tr- yeah. like into the bed of the truck. The dream cafe has closed. It's probably the, repossession, the, right? That's the, my guess. The, the dream has died. Yeah, <laughs> um, dream cafe has died. So the, I'm guessing everything's getting repoed, right? I'm guessing. That's, that's yeah, what it seems like. Yeah, either that or like he just sold it, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, but Kramer doesn't have a jacket because the guy came and got it. Yeah. Uh, Elaine got a 151 on her IQ Perfect. test. She did better Great. than she thought she would. Yeah. Um. And they're all hungry, and they're just wondering. Uh, th- this is incredible. Jerry wants Mexican, George wants Italian, and Elaine wants Chinese. Yeah. And Jerry's just like, "Huh, you know what would be great?" Uh-huh. Yeah. And they all <laughs> give him that look. That's our Jerry. Oh, that oh, that Jerry. <laughs> That's our Jerry. Boom, boom, bam, yeah. bam, bam, bam. That's our Jerry. We'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> That's our Jerry. Who's filming in front of a live studio audience? Um, but yeah, we get the stand-up scene to end the episode, and Jerry's talking about it's tough to do a good deed. Yeah, and he references Superman crashing through a wall. I knew there was a Superman reference in this episode. Oh yeah, I couldn't remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess not so. a picture, but I knew there was a reference. Yeah. when you were when you were talking about it earlier, I was like, yeah. I think he says it. I yeah, thought he's it was like in his Superman could be but... like saving the city, yeah. and he crashes through a wall, and he's like, "Come on, man, I'm renting yeah, here. There's a security deposit. Yeah, yeah. I still." <laughs> didn't i mean the connection was it's tough to do a good deed and that's why superheroes i guess it's a no good deed goes unpunished kind of thing that's why superheroes wear secret identity yeah have secret identities yeah, so that. that no one you know so that they can do good without people um coming to them for the after effects and things like that um so you know i none of the i didn't like any of the stand-up on this but i did like the episode i thought the episode was really fun yeah it was a pretty solid yeah. episode honestly yeah um all right do we have a better description I would include something about the IQ test. You know, um, you could even say, "All right, what's the description?" Uh, the description was Jerry tries to help the owner of a deserted neighborhood cafe. Yeah, like I think that's good. But yeah, you could do like semicolon. Um, George, G- George and Elaine uh, try to take an IQ test. Yeah, maybe or maybe even you don't have to give that much away. Like Elaine and George hatch a scheme to impress George's girlfriend. Yeah. Or George asks Elaine to help him impress his girlfriend or something like that. Yeah, uh, Elaine and George embark on a caper. Yeah, embark on a caper <laughs> to impress George's girlfriend or, or something like that. I would include, because that's a good B story. Yeah. Even Kramer's C story, it doesn't have much to do with the episode, but I didn't mind it at all. Um, it's somewhere in between the C story from the dog, which I guess was kind of the, the, with the breakup, and then that, and then Elaine's story from the library, which had nothing to do with the episode, and you could have cut it completely. Yeah, And you would have sure. lost anything of value. Actually, this this story did have more to, just did have to, uh, stuff because it traps Elaine in the in the apartment. 
Yeah, at the yeah, end. I guess so, so. So whereas you know the dog had it had a little bit somewhere in between those two. That's what I'm saying. Closer to the one with the dog though, Kramer's story because it did have a there was a plot device that we needed to happen. Yeah. Um. So. Uh, yeah, I think that's and um, do we have any homework from this episode? There wasn't I, too many references. I don't know. I didn't really pick up on anything. Yeah. Did you? No, no. There was no question do about anything. We have anything, a homework free episode next we week. We might actually. We might actually. Okay. Um, yeah. I mean, hey, if if we do, sure, why not? Yeah. Um, we, we did. I I don't think we mentioned anything that we're like, oh, I don't know what that reference is. So I don't. Th- uh, I don't think we have a Pakistani restaurant here, so we can't like go and try Pakistani food. Yeah. As far as I know, I think so, you're right. Yeah. Yeah, I, that's the only thing I would think of, yeah, but yeah. I, we can't do that. Bring us so. your stringiest shrimp and oh, chicken. No. Bring us your, your All chicken All right, dish so as well. no, no homework next week. Uh, next week, we've got Season 3, Episode 8, The Tape. Mm-hmm. Original air date, uh, November 14th, 1991. If you're looking at the TV guide, Elaine puts an erotic message on Jerry's tape recorder, and George gets excited. What? That totally gives everything away about the... It says Elaine... Yeah, Elaine puts an erotic message on Jerry's tape recorder. George gets excited. Does that give everything away? Yeah, I think that's a. I think that's a spoiler. Oh my god! Really? From what I remember, Jerry doesn't know it's Elaine. He thinks it's like some random. I'm pretty sure that's like a huge spoiler for the episode. I I might be misremembering, but I think he just thinks it's a mystery (laughs) woman. Ah, great! He's like, he's like, I I gotta find her. I was looking forward to this episode because, like, just reading the description, it sounded pretty funny. Well, it's gonna be, yeah, it's gonna be funny. But I think there's, I think that's a reveal that Elaine was playing it as a prank, and Jerry, Jerry thinks like some woman wants him. And but may, maybe I'm misremembering. Maybe I, maybe it's not as big a spoiler. I thought that was a big reveal, but I might be I might be misremembering about that. But we'll find out uh, find out next week, I guess. Right? I guess so. Okay. Yeah. So that's it for no hugging, no learning. I'm Tim Murphy. I'm Ted Hollowell. Be good.